Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. Thanks for tuning in. If uh, you're here from Marina Background, hopefully you'll like the uh, interview and you'll subscribe and listen. It's free. It's everywhere. You can watch on YouTube, listen, whatever. Uh, we'd appreciate it. So uh, always looking for listeners. There's a lot of podcasts out there, as you know, and uh, hopefully you'll stick around. Um, follow us on our handles at Inside of You Podcast on Instagram and Facebook and at Inside of You Pod on the Twitter. Uh, we're also on Patreon. Uh, if you want to be a patron and support the podcast and give back, uh, the po- the patrons save the podcast, don't they, Ryan? They do. They really, without them, I couldn't do it. Go to patreon.com slash inside of you. I will try to message you back and uh, join the patron family. A lot of perks and boxes from me and signed stuff. Yeah, whatever. You know, it's all there. And uh, the Inside of You online stores. I got these cool art, this cool artist. And all the information is on the Inside of You online store. They made these statues. They're like um, of me from smallville these bronze statues like they're expensive stuff like and, and so we just made nine and so you know i was like hey let's see it's something different let's see if people want them they're unique they're signed by me so i don't know check that shit out if you want anyway marina Backrin is awesome she's a friend she did a movie with me called back in the day which not a lot of people saw but people saw it well, mostly like it except critics <laughs> um and uh she's done so much i mean homeland and um Greenland, a lot of lands, um, Serenity and V, and I could go on and on. Deadpool one, Deadpool two. We talk about uh, her possible return for Deadpool three. We'll see what happens. And uh, she's just always great. We talk about family and life and stress and how she deals with it. And uh, we talked a lot about a lot of good stuff. She's so easy to talk to, and uh, I just love this girl. I do in a very friendly way because she's got a heart of gold and I've known her for God, 10 years now. And, uh, yeah, beautiful inside out. And, uh, let's just do it. Let's get inside of Marina Backrin. It's my point of view. You're listening to inside of you with Michael Rosenbaum. Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum was not recorded in front of a live studio audience. Uh, I got a joke for you. What? A guy uh, comes out of the bathroom and says to his wife, I looked in the mirror and I am old. I am wrinkly. It's disturbing. I look disgusting. Please just tell me something nice about myself. And he, She says, well, you have perfect eyesight. Come on, good dad joke to start off the day. How's it? <laughs> You're full of dad jokes. I am. Yeah, I am. That's how, what I love about you. How's uh, how's old Ben McKenzie doing? Mm, speaking of jokes. Uh, he's good. He's got some good dad jokes, too. Um, it's pretty bad. He's really into that kind of humor. He's doing great. He's about to release his book. A book? Yes. You got to talk to him. He... Um, during the pandemic, he went down this whole rabbit hole of like, well, first, you know, 
oh my God, I'm stuck in a house with my entire family for how long? <laughs> then he started to play the market. And then, I don't know, he can explain this better than me. Long story short, he started to follow crypto and realized like, this shit's fucked up. And so then he started betting against it and making money. Betting and against then, crypto. Yeah. And then he realized that he, that it's a, bubble that it's going to burst and that it's all fraud. And he started writing a book about it. And literally everything started to fall apart as his book is coming out. Are you serious? Yes. He should be in the stock market. He should be like on wall street. He should be. He has actually has a degree in economics, but he decided to become an actor. How am I, how do I, I'm just so bad with numbers and money and understanding things. And I feel so like, you know, when my business manager sits there and goes, all right, well, this is, and I go, well, what's that? It's one of, it's, I'm not as bad. So my stepdad, love him, nice guy. And I'm not kidding. He talks like this, Michael, your mother was fucking up the television. Can you, <laughs> can you come over and do something? That's Gordon. But Gordon I don't know if I should tell this story. I mean, it might. Yeah. So my friend was selling their house. Okay. And we're just going to make up numbers. It's, it was in Indiana. It's not a lot of money for an Indiana house, but let's say he said, look, we want to sell your house for a hundred thousand. And Gordon said, okay. And then my buddy came back and said, okay, we're going to, we're going to sell it now for 90. We're going to go for 90. He goes, well, who gets the 10,000? He goes, what are you talking about? He goes, well, you said a hundred, but now we're selling it for 90. He sounds like your stepdad. Who? That's what I'm talking about. My stepdad. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about your friend. Sorry. Go I know ahead. who gets the 10,000. It's like, Gordon, let me explain something to you. If you sold a car for $20,000 <laughs> and the guy wanted just to pay you 15 instead. You understand what I'm saying? And you said yes. Oh! <laughs> to this day, my friend Kent's like, you cannot tell Gordon about I said that. He'll be pissed. <laughs> I think it's hilarious, though. But I, I'm not as bad as that. I, I like, think numbers are, you have to have a certain kind of brain to understand. I'm terrible at numbers. I, I, I'm doing this at dinner to calculate tip. You know what I mean? Did you do that on purpose? Did you marry someone who is just like, you wanted No, that someone. was a bonus. That was not part of the something I knew about. So what was it? I mean, look, obviously he's a good looking guy. He's smart. But was it because you just had a crush on Jim Gordon, Detective Gordon? Or like that and his giant penis. I mean, oh, welcome to <laughs> welcome to the podcast inside of you brought to you by Viagra. Whoa, he's got a big one. I'm joking. I mean, whatever. If, if, Everything's good there. If but he, if he yeah, what? It was, I, 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 for me, everything is about emotional connection and we connected in a way that I hadn't ever with anybody. And, um, that was it. They got you. He got, he got you. me. We got each other. What kind of baggage does he get when he marries someone like you? A very fiery Brazilian, <laughs> gorgeous, talented. I am uh, perfect. I don't have any flaws. Being married to me is a walk in the park. What's the one thing that he, that you know, that he struggles with that just like, he's like, oh my gosh. This we were is talking about this yesterday, actually. I thrive in chaos. 
he wants to run and hide. I, during the pandemic, I was like, oh my God, we get to be home all the time together. Everybody, <laughs> he's like, ah! you know, um, when usually between like 4 p.m. and bedtime, my house is utter chaos. The kids are home from school. Everybody's got energy. We try to get them outside when we can't, you know, my nine-year-old is hitting the soccer ball against the TV. The baby is screaming about something and the seven-year-old is just trying to figure out how she can fit in one of the worlds that, you know, she's like the typical middle child, like, what do I do kind of thing? And it's utter chaos and dishes are clanking and dinner's being made and then clean up and all that. And Ben is not around during this time. He's like on a meeting, out for a walk. He's like, tell me when dinner is. Did that bother you? Did that bother you in the beginning where you're like, no, you have to kind of help me with this. Yeah. I mean, it does. It bothers me still. And we talked about it last night. I was like, I I need you around. Like, I want you around. Like, I want to hang out with you. Like, it's not even like, help me. I don't hang out with our children. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. I think I'd be that too. I think I'd be overwhelmed and you're not overwhelmed. You're sort of, you thrive in chaos. Like you said, I thrive in chaos. I, when things are hard, when I have a job and I'm worried about the kids and there's something going on at the school and whatever, like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to get all the stuff done. However, I do like lose it. I mean, I, I obviously have a threshold for me. It's the whining. It's like certain things like really trigger me big time. Yeah. Are you a screamer? Are you a yeller? I can yell. Are you, is it a powerful yeller or more like Arthur? Do not do that. No, or, it's not that controlled. It's like, oh my fucking God, everybody shut up. You know, <laughs> when I finally lose it. <laughs> and what happens? Do they pay attention? Yes. Everybody goes, oh, <laughs> you know. And Ben does not do that. Ben's more like, okay, let's just calm down here. He can get snippy. You know, he can get like, just stop doing that. You know. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just, what I don't understand is how people have, you know, couples have like three kids and they have careers. How does Ben have time to write a book during all this? How do you have yeah. time to prepare for movies, learn your lines, do end game, which obviously got canceled. Thanks for bringing that up. And um, all these things that you do, but how do you, how do you, honestly, I mean, it's, it's a, like, I, I couldn't do that. If I don't have my, you could. you could, your capacity grows for like for chaos, for getting shit done. Like you suddenly find hours and time where you didn't before. It's not easy. I'm in a perpetual state of forgetting something or dropping the ball somewhere or not being there for someone all the time. There is no, you just become more accustomed to like disappointing everybody all the time, oh you know, God. like friends and work. And sometimes I show up to work and I'm like, Oh fuck, that's the scene we're doing today. Shit. I forgot to look at it. You know, it's, it's a, it's chaos, but if you're present with it, like it's, it, it is, it's fine. Like, I don't know. I think, I, you know, I sort of, I'm okay with that. Um, he, he needs more, Ben needs more structure. He got an office out of the house in order to write this book. And he gave himself like X amount of hours a day. Like I'm at this office, no matter what happens or what's going on at home. And for the most part, he stuck to it. Is there a rule? Like you can't call me unless it's, no, there's no rule. He's very responsive. If I need something. And I've learned that he goes like in and out, like he's really focused hard in. And then he's like fucking around for 10, 15 minutes. And then he's like back in, you know, like, we all have our ways that we work, but I know that he works, you know, he leaves 
sometimes it's six or six thirty before anybody's even up and then comes home. But that's when I'm like, okay, then you're home for the evening. I want to see your fucking face. So you, I, I'm sensing that you miss him. You miss each of other. Of course I do. I, well, that's, and that's, what's great too, is having the space. Yeah. And, and, and there's plenty of time for passion. There is because we're doing different things and we have things to talk about and we have passions outside of each other. I mean, you know, I mean, like whenever I mean, he's yeah. like, he just shot a pilot. I, it was in Vancouver. I had shot a movie. He came and he dumped the kids off with me in Atlanta when I was finishing. He went off to do a pilot. I brought the kids home. We sort of like tag team parented. We hadn't seen each other in like two months other than like one or two nights. And then you have something to talk about. You want to hear about each other's jobs, works or whatever, and check in with each other again. It's, it's kind of great. Um, all right. Enough about Ben and his huge penis. Um, you know, uh, what's up <laughs> with Deadpool 3? You know, fans want to know. Anything, uh, you, any scoop? Yeah. What is up with Deadpool 3? That's a really good question. Mm. I have to be very diplomatic about what I say here. Um, I'd like to be in it. They have called me about being in it. Um, right now, we have not agreed on terms. Um, and everybody's trying their best and doing their best. But it may not. It may or may not work out. I don't know. All right. Um but you're an integral part of that, you know, series. What would you call it? A, um... I'd like to think so. I do think that this movie, um, since the acquirement of, you know, this Deadpool universe by Marvel, Disney, all that thing, all that, that merger that happened, I do feel like they're trying to reinvent it a little bit. I think this movie is going to be much more about um, Wolverine and Deadpool. Um, and that's known, so right? We'll that's see. not a secret. Yeah, yeah, that's known. Yeah, he's, I mean, he, he was going to be a huge part of it, and I'm sure he'll be great. Now, do you and Ryan ever just text each other like, hey, congratulations on that, or hey, what's up, how are you? Yeah, I do all the time, whenever he has children, which now is a lot of them. I'm always congratulating him on that. Um, I also do get called a lot, too. He's, he has a lot of honors. He's a lot of, like, he was being honored by, I think lately it was uh, the Cinematheque, organization whatever the fuck they're they're called and then there was like some canadian award and they want they've been wanting me to like do videos nonstop for that stuff and i'm like ryan one more and i'm done that's it <laughs> but I, I love him i really do he's a great guy he's a really um straight shooter hard worker fucking funny as shit and know? he's there for you when you're doing your lines when you're he's 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 right there because some actors yeah yeah he's very um he's present and he's uh, a team player. He's always trying to improve, you know? Like, I don't, I'm not a, a sensitive actor in that sense of like, if you have an idea for me, I'd love to hear it. I, you know, I'll, yeah. I'll try anything. Um, if you're gonna make me better, fantastic. Um, so he's, <laughs> we work well together in that way. He, uh, you know, he's very hands-on and he's like, try this, or what about that? Or does this make sense? And, you know, changing lines all the time or whatever, and it's fun. Really? So you're all, it keeps you on your toes. It definitely keeps you on your toes. There's a lot of improv that happens. A lot of improv. Do you like that? Or do you like, I'm so, more of a scripted person. I don't, I want to know my stuff and, but I don't like people throwing shit at me. I think depending on what you're doing, um, if you're doing Shakespeare, I certainly don't want to improv that shit. Um, but <laughs> yeah, if you're doing it, you. something like Deadpool, it, it's fun, you know? Um, especially if you know a character really well, you can have a good time, but it can also be really scary. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
I don't know how many times I have to talk about this, but it's so important. If you're sitting there right now and you're stressed or you're anxious or you have a lot on your mind and you just bottle it up and you don't know what to do, it's going to come out and it's not going to come out in great ways all the time. Um, BetterHelp has helped me substantially. Ryan here has been using it for a while. And I, you know, don't you notice when you don't use BetterHelp? When you don't have therapy? Oh, the weeks where I miss a session? Of course, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's like the more you talk about something, even if you don't think you have anything to talk about, things come up and it puts your mind at ease. And we all carry around different stressors, you know, big and small. And at times we keep carrying them around rather than processing them and letting them go. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. Therapy from BetterHelp is helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. It's for all of us. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. I think people think, oh, what if I don't like my therapist? If you don't, you switch them. It's that easy. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com inside today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash inside inside of you is brought to you by factor i love factor meals ryan do you know this yes why do you know this because i've seen them in your fridge and you've offered me some and you've had them and i've had them and you love them i do because i asked you every time Mm -hmm. um look i spent an enormous amount of money using delivery services for food or going grocery shopping and never eating the food that i buy or too many leftovers and it's just i waste so much money and you know Factor Meals has really changed my life in a lot of ways because they have so many different meals, like 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, and it takes just two minutes. So it doesn't matter how busy you are, it's two minutes to cook this stuff. You always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals, and that's what Factor does. Um, I, I, I just can't get over all the things they have, like filet mignon, shrimp, blackened salmon, um, their breakfast items, everything, dessert. It's it's perfect for my lifestyle, and I think it's perfect for a lot of lifestyles. Um, yeah, you can crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Keep kitchen time to a minimum. Factor meals are ready in two minutes. No shopping, prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Enjoy effortless support for your lifestyle. Choose from six menu preferences to help you manage calories, maximize protein intake, avoid meat, or simply eat well-balanced. Warm, sunnier days are calling, Michael. Well, yes, they are. Fuel up for them with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. It's pretty incredible. Head to factormeals.com slash inside50 and use code inside50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code inside50 at factormeals.com slash inside50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor Meals. 
Yeah, you know that that I, I saw some interview and you were talking about, and maybe this is old, but I, you didn't get really deep into it. But like the, the stunt that got cut, where you're underwater in a chair tied to a chair, yeah. like that gave me anxiety just hearing that because I don't like being underwater. In fact, I'd rather be in space alone than underwater alone. I totally hear that. That was one of the like the most difficult thing I've ever had to do at work. Was it I traumatic? Every of it. Was it traumatic? It was. I I think about that and I go, <gasps> like, I can't breathe. And it wasn't even in the film. It made me so mad. <laughs> what what exactly happened? So they put you under there. You didn't have any kind of... Um... Well, what, it was just a, it was a giant tank. And it was used for the second film because my character is, spoiler alert, dead. And um, she's in this ethereal universe. And so they were going to try to take our movements underwater and make it look like we weren't we weren't underwater i think there's a green day music video like this where like you know like the hair starts to float and my boobs were like up to here which is one of the reasons why it really didn't work because i'm in a tank top and like my boobs are here you know (laughs) everything floats um so we trained to be underwater doing dialogue and they sunk the entire apartment in a tank underwater uh and we had to be restrained, not restrained, but weighed down so that I could sit in a chair because you float. Um, and it had to be deep enough where you could get lights and cameras and things in there. And the director spoke to us through like a speaker underwater. And I had a diver at my feet who was ready to give me oxygen when I needed it. But it wasn't an, you know, it had a roof, like I was in an apartment. So it had like a, oh an gosh. escape hatch you had to swim to find, but it was also really dark, you know, and it was panic inducing. And I really was just the whole time working on like, I can do this. Like I'm just taking deep breaths. I'm only 10 feet underwater. Like it's not a big deal or, you know, it was awful. And every time I needed, I would, you go like this and they come and they give you, and I would panic that like, if I don't blow, I don't have enough air left to blow out the bubbles and then be able to take a deep breath. If I choke on this thing on 10, 15 feet underwater, that's a long way up to like be choking, you know? Yeah. I, I, I had the same thing on the pilot of small ball. I thought they'd fire me. I was in a 12 foot tank and listen to this. They put me in a port, like the Porsche that Clark rescues me from and oh. I'm in there and they put weights on me and I could hear the director and it's this murky water. It's supposed to be a lake. And I'd be like, no, get me out. Get me out. No, no, no. And I freak out and I'd go up to the top. And it, like the third time I go, Tom, I go, they're going to fire me. I, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't. This is, I, I, I'm I'm having flashbacks. It was just. Yeah, it's awful. I, I finally got it and, it and it worked, but it was absolutely terrifying. It's and, horrible. Yeah. And I didn't have to really have my eyes open. Your eyes had to be open. That was, yeah. So that was the other thing I think that made it worse was we were talking to each other. We couldn't have bubbles coming out because it was supposed to not look like we were underwater. So we had to like, you have to release a little air, clear all the bubbles from your face, make sure you can open your mouth on top without a bubble coming out, do the dialogue scene and hang out there and wait, take a breath and do it all over again and keep and have your eyes open as I could barely see him. What they didn't anticipate was that there's particles and things in the pillows that were attached to the couch, Mm -hmm. the wood credenza whatever the fuck like things had it started to float into the water and both ryan and i got really severe eye infections are you serious we couldn't open our eyes for like two days did they have to like cancel production for two days yes 
So it's pretty much like pink eye. It kind of, but worse. Like it felt like I had razors in my eyeballs. Like I couldn't open my eyes. Were you miserable? Honestly, like, were you like miserable to be around? You were so miserable. No, I was like a good sport about it. And then I like cried when I got home. <laughs> you did? Why did you yeah. cry? Because of the fear? Well, I had a ba- my baby was with me. I had like a four or five months. Frankie was five months old at the time or something. And our nanny who had been on the clock for like 12 hours. And then I get home and I can't even open my fucking like on the car ride home. I was like this. And I was just like, please just let it get easier, you know? And then I would try to open my eyes and it felt like razor blades. And I'm like at home with a baby and I can't even open my eyes. I'm like, how am I going to put her to bed? Oh my it was God. really traumatic. That, that just sounds horrible. And they felt terrible. I mean, they sent baskets and baskets of things and like doctors and they're like, we're so sorry. And everything was fine. I recovered totally fine. There weren't any lasting damages, but it was like, it was harrowing. How many takes? I, it was, I think like a... 14 hour day, like underwater. So I don't know how many takes, a million oh takes. My like, God, did you ever panic and go, I got to go up. I got to go up. Yes. How yes. many times, how many times? And towards the end, I was looking at the director, David Leach, and I was like, I'm done. I, I was like, I can't, I just, I, I can't do this anymore. And he's like, just one more time. Just one more time. We almost got it. I'm like, okay. And he said that for like two hours, you know? And were you bummed? Did you ever see the footage? I never saw the footage. I got a, I saw a photo, like a screenshot. Would you love to see the footage or do you just want to yes, put that? Bu- you absolutely. would. Well, guys, start tweeting the director. What's his name? David Leach. <laughs> David Lynch? Leach. Oh, Leach. You David know. Leach. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's traumatic. Have you ever had any other traumatic experiences on set? I where- just did. <clears throat> on what? <laughs> I just shot a movie called Elevation. Uh, Who's in it? Who's where- in it? We were, it's, it, it's, it, it's sounds preposterous, but it's really actually awesome. It's set uh, above 8,000 feet. It's at a time where there are these bugs, these things kind of catched out of the earth and started just annihilating people. And if you live above 8,000 feet, they can't go above that. And so there's this refuge and, you know, we, we've been living like this for years and I'm a scientist and I'm trying to, and I'm trying to figure out how we kill these things and we have to go on this journey, me and Anthony Mackey, to the hospital because um, he needs something for his kid who's got an illness. And I need to go to my lab to get the thing that's going to help us figure out how to kill these things. And through this journey, obviously, we encounter them. We run. We are, you know, it's it's really cool. And one of the things that we have to do, um, we're on a ski run and we're trying to get out. We're trying to get a, above 8,000 feet as fast as possible. We decide to use a ski lift. and But these things start knocking down the lines and the thing like drops like we're in a ski lift that is in the film it's supposed to be like i don't know 30 feet in the air or something and then it just like drops down obviously they weren't going to put us on a ski lift and drop us 30 feet but on the sound stage they rigged this whole thing and they put us up there 20 feet i don't actually know how many feet but then it drops and i was not prepared <laughs> I don't do roller coasters. I, I don't do fast rides. Like I have severe anxiety, but I don't skydive. I'm, I'm fine. Just going for a run. Right. And I'm on the ski lift and they're like, we're just going to drop you and it'll be fine. And then you have to jump out, but only when after it stops swinging and I'm like, what? <laughs> so much information, the thing drops. 
I felt my stomach inside my mouth. I was like, oh my God. And EPK was running. And I literally turned to the director and like, fuck you. Were you serious? Yes, I was serious. <laughs> I just started screaming. I was like, I'm not doing that again. I was shaking. Oh my God. But you did it again. One more time. Who was the director? This guy, George Nolfi. Wow. You know, I, 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 I'm sure this is going to be great. Elevation. When is it out? Um, I don't know. It's an indie. So we are, it's still, they're still, you know, putting it together. There's still some special effects and to go in. So probably a little while, but it, it's going to be cool. I saw Greenland. Would you say Greenland or Greenland? Greenland. Greenland. Ryan? Greenland. Greenland. I don't know. I I mean, Greenland. I say Greenland. Greenland. Like Newfoundland? Greenland. New <laughs> Queensland. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I don't know. It's what I think. Um, I saw Greenland. And, <laughs> no, see, I, that, that wasn't right. Greenland. 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 Yeah. Um, uh-huh. And I used to play hockey with the director. His name's Rick Waugh, as you know. I love Rick, yeah. Let me tell you, he's a good director. He is. His movies, the, some of the movies aren't you know as good as others, but like Greenland was really good. And yeah. Felon was really good. Yeah. Um, he and, and that was an action movie. I really enjoyed it. And you see it and you're like, oh, I know what this is. It's gonna and I had so much fun with it. And Gerard yeah. Butler was great, your chemistry was great, you're emotional, yeah. you're real, you're playing such a, a crazy situation. But I think that's the key as an actor to really commit, really be as grounded as you can be. And that's the only way for a movie like that to work. Agreed. And I think that's what attracted me to that part so much was that there was an emotional uh, anchor. You know, it was a little, of course, we were shooting green screen and watching comets flying from the sky. Sorry, there's a Yeah, it's New York. It's Brooklyn, whatever, wherever you live. Queens. New York. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Do you know one time I was in, and I'm going to finish that thought, but I I was in New York City and I was walking down the street. And these uh, ambulances drove by loud, sirens blaring. And this woman goes, shut up. And I go, they're saving people. And she she got annoyed with ambulances. They're just so annoyed at everything. Stop. Stop it. You don't have to be that loud. (laughs) Like Like it's a petulant child. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Greenland. Um, anyway, yeah, I just, you know, I had a very strong emotional anchor. I have kids. I, lo- I lose my kid in that movie. I, I can't imagine anything horrible, more horrible for a parent. And so it was really easy to tap into. Not easy, but um, palpable. And then same with this movie I just did. The character has a lot of baggage and there's a lot of like emotional, strong stuff that anchors the story. And I can't do a movie where I'm just like, I don't know. I, I can't imagine being on a set having to act and have no emotional connection to my character or something that I'm playing that I give a shit about. Yeah. I feel, I feel that way. I mean, I understand like you're, I think now in your career, it's like, if there's not substance, if there's not something that I could really grab, it's not worth it unless it's a lot of money or a lot of fun, a lot of fun, a lot. So three variables, a lot of money, a lot of fun or really good. Yeah. (laughs) 
Would you do one of those or a combo of those? I mean, you get all three, you hit the jackpot. Would you do something that is just not going to be any fun? It's not going to be much money, but it's good. Yeah. Really? If it's good. Absolutely. I have this like art, this like desire to like make art, which we don't get to do really. That You're often. so Juilliard. I know. I can't but believe But I won't you do plays th- anymore. Forget uh, that. You won't do plays? Not unless it's phenomenal, but I can't, I am exhausted at the idea of getting paid $800 a week, if you're lucky, to get up there for three hours a night and like exercise your soul. You know, like I just can't do it. And it's stress. You're stressed all day. You're thinking about the show. It's anxious. All day. It's just and like. it's not even about not being paid that much. It's also just like. The emotional roller coaster ride. I I love filming. I love movies, TV shows. You get to like hone the performance and like think about it and like fine tune it. Like there's something really satisfying about that. Inside of you is brought to you by Shopify. You know I use Shopify. You guys go on the you know inside of you online store and you see how easy it is to navigate for you. It's so amazing. Shopify, I can't think of anyone else that would do this uh, the right way like Shopify does. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. It's so easy to navigate. And when you want to add discounts, like for instance, I just had a discount where I put uh, Michael 15 and that was my discount code. How much of a percent? 15% off the total order. Easy. Adding products. It's so easy. You put a picture, you just upload a picture, you put a description. It, it, it does everything for you. And the analytics are so easy to use. Uh, this is the most selling product. Oh, I should get more of those. This is the least selling product. This is how much I made for this month compared to last year or last month. It's so easy to navigate. I feel like a pro and Shopify has really helped me do that. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Plus, Shopify's extensive help resources are there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash inside, all lowercase. Shopify.com slash inside now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash inside. Inside of you is brought to you by Neurohacker, Qualia Synaletic. I just sent some of this to my mother. And she's starting to notice the differences mm-hmm. in herself. And, she, and because I noticed my mother was always had brain fog and, and she couldn't think clearly. And, and, you know, and, and I, I was like, well, this stuff works for me. And what's great is I didn't even, they weren't even a sponsor when I started using this. Um, have you heard of Synaletics yet? Well, listen, it's a class of ingredients discovered less than 10 years ago. And they're being called one of the biggest discoveries of our time for helping to promote healthy aging, and helping to enhance your physical prime. Your life goals in your career and beyond require productivity. 
But let's be honest, the aging process is not our friend when it comes to endless energy and productivity. That's why I use Qualia Senolytic. As we age, everyone accumulates senescent cells in their body. Senescent cells may cause symptoms of aging, such as aches and discomfort, slow workout recoveries, hello, sluggish mental and physical energy, hello, associated with that middle age feeling, hello. Also known as zombie cells, they are old and worn out and not serving a useful function for our health anymore, but they could be taking up space and nutrients from our healthy cells. Much like pruning the yellowing and dead leaves off a plant, Qualia Senolytic helps remove those worn out senescent cells to allow for the rest of them to thrive in the body. And you just take it two days a month. That's it. The formula is non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, and the ingredients are meant to complement one another, factoring in the combined effect of all ingredients together. And they must believe in their product because they have a 100-day money-back guarantee. It's pretty amazing. I felt higher energies. Uh, I feel uh, more focused. Um, younger. I have to say, because a lot of these things make me feel younger. I feel more uh, productivity happening in my life, a little more enthusiastic. Help resist aging at the cellular level. Try Qualia Senolytic. Go to neurohacker.com slash inside for up to $100 off and use code inside at checkout for an additional 15% off. That's neurohacker.com slash inside for an extra 15% off your purchase. Thanks to Neurohacker for sponsoring today's episode. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. The products and statements are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Speaking of plays, I didn't know this. We didn't talk about this the last time, but I here's the deal. I finally watched Black Swan. I had never seen it. Uh-huh. And that was freaking amazing. Yeah. That was intense as shit. Yeah. And Natalie Portman was, I was just like, I was surprised because I've never seen her like that. Yeah. I, was, I was like, yeah, yeah, she's in Star Wars. She's fine. That's, she's good. Yeah. Whatever. Now I'm like, whoa, no wonder she won Best Actor. I mean, she was on another level. Yeah. And the work she put into it. But then I, th- I I read that you were her understudy in the seagull, Chekhov's the yeah. seagull. How close were you with her? Not that close. I mean, she's she was a big star at that point already. And I was just graduating school and I was an understudy, which, you know, there's a definitely hierarchy in theater. Um, I was jealous. I was pissed. I was very nice, of course. But inside, <laughs> I was dying. I was like, I want to play this part so right, badly. Right. Uh, and I got to do it once. I got to do it for a dress rehearsal. And it was awesome. I learned so much. But I, I think also being young and having just graduated Juilliard and having a chip on my shoulder, I was like, I should be doing this part. But I think, you know, the me of today very much appreciated that she was she was really like working hard and putting herself out there. That is that is not an easy role. Was she all. nice though? She was super nice. Just super. We didn't know each other that well. She was super nice. I mean, that had to be nervous for an understudy to I mean, do you have to watch every show? Yeah. You no. have to be there every night. You have to watch every show. I mean, you listen backstage, you know, when, when they're in the performances, like you're not in the audience, but you're there just in case. How many performances, how many performances do they do of that show? That was not that much because it was Shakespeare in the park. So I think it's a limited run. It's like four weeks or something. Right. All right. So that's not bad. Cause I was thinking you were on there for three, six, eight months doing the scene. No way. No way could I do that. No way. No way. 
Wow, though. I mean, that's, I mean, really, they say, you know, people will come up to me or they'll come up to other actors and they'll say, how should I get started? I'm like, do theater, take class. You have to. It's all about experience. It's all about learning the crap. People think they could jump in. And a lot of people do, especially nowadays with the, you know, YouTubers and all the, they become these. How do you feel about all that? It's a very sad day when my my nine year old was like, I'm going to be a YouTuber. I was like, okay. No, but that's what they all say now, you know? Yeah, I guess. Um, I mean, I don't know. It's all, I think it's an oversaturation of life. Like if some things aren't left to the imagination or, or a mystery, what's the point, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. I agree. What, um, do you still get, I know you have kids. I know you have chaos. You thrive in chaos. We've talked about that, but do you, still get like real anxiety or deal with any kind of like depression or things? And and how do you work around that? Oh my God, for sure. I have two two things I deal with. I struggle with quite a bit. One is, um, PMS, like legit depression from PMS, um, debilitatingly. So I take a very low dose Prozac when I'm PMSing and then I stop. I just need to take it for like a short period of time. And then the rest of the month, I don't need to be on it but I've noticed that is a game changer for me. And I had a stigma around that for the longest time. My doctor had suggested it forever ago. And I was like, I don't need antidepressants. I'm not depressed. Like, uh, but I was like, why am I not trying something that my doctor is going to, is telling me it might work. Um, I stopped snapping at my kids, my husband, my, you know, like the, the part that made me, um, like just have like a low threshold for, emotional stuff like kind of went away. It's crazy and awesome. It's really a game changer. And I highly recommend that women take it seriously. PMS is something that is seen as like optional or like you're making a big deal out of it. It's legit. And as you get older and you have kids, I mean, all that stuff changes constantly. That and then anxiety at work. Like I still, when I get a script or it's my first day on the job. Like I don't sleep the night before. I'm always terrified. I'm going to fuck up. I'm terrified. I'm not going to, I'm going to disappoint everybody. They're going to be like, Oh, I can't believe hired her, you know, every time. Still get that. Every time. And then once you complete a scene or find it and you're like, okay, you're, then you're good. Yeah. I have this thing where I feel like I'm going to be found out. Like always. This we all is have the that. Time. Yeah. This is the job where they're like, Oh, she's not that talented. She's just pretty. It's fine. You know, and every time I am genuinely shocked, surprised, happy that somebody takes me seriously and that somebody goes, you have something to offer. Of course I do. And I should earn that and believe that and like come in with that. Right. This is why I think men are a lot more successful at times than women is like I get like I feel like I don't deserve it or something. It's. Well, that's silly to to think that you don't deserve it. And you know, what's funny is I'm saying that because I, I, I do the same thing. Why are you nervous? Why are you not trusting yourself? And sometimes you could be so great in a scene, so committed, so intense, so everything you knew you could do deep down and it works. But then the next time you forget about how good you were and you're back to square one, all insecure, yeah. unsure of yourself. And I, I'm like, I have to be insane. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. It's crazy. And it's crazy making because I think, and, and and this is where I do think this like small amount of Prozac has helped, um, is that it 
shuts that down a little bit for me. Even though that's more associated with anxiety or whatever, but the self-doubt part, I think comes from like a depression and or like a value thing, you know, and, and it shuts that down a little and it makes me able to be a little bit more daring, a little bit more, um, let me see what happens if I do this thing that I want to do. Yeah. You know, I, I really appreciate you talking about that because I never, uh, I've never had any guest or anyone talk about like PMS and depression with that and taking Prozac and like the stigma that's attached to all these antidepressants or anti-anxiety, but people's brains are different. The genetics are different. Yep. Sometimes you're inherently, you have these things and it's how you deal with them. Like, I don't need this. I don't need that. I'm it's all natural. I could beat this. Sometimes you need a little help therapy, whatever it, just, it is. It makes things easier. Why not make things easier for yourself? A million so you percent. can focus on the harder stuff. Yeah, I agree. I think that's awesome. I didn't know that. I always thought, you know, women had PMS and they're like, oh, here we go. This is the, it's this time. Yeah. All right. This, this is the week. This is, yeah. your, you know, right. steer clear, steer clear. And I'm like, oh, but I didn't realize how severe it can be for a lot of women. Yeah. I have a friend who has also something called PMDD, which is something nobody talks about, which is extreme PMS where like you really like some women get suicidal during that time. That's intense, man, to deal with that monthly. It's like postpartum. Yeah. I mean, that's what it sounds like. It's like, you know, yeah. that stuff's real. I, I remember, I don't talk about it much, but my friend Nate, um, he ha he was married and um, this wonderful woman, Amy, and uh, they just had their newborn, Alexa. Alexis. Alexis. And uh, his mom call me one day she goes hey mike and i'm like hey mama mama shepherd what's up <sighs> amy's gone and i go oh my god they broke up no he goes no no we lost her oh my gosh she yeah she um she overdosed accidentally on sleeping pills like took the whole bottle and didn't wake up and there were some signs but they just didn't know so this shit is real. And yeah. that, and I had to fly back the next I flew to Indiana the next day and stayed with him for two weeks and changed diapers till two in the morning like every morning with him and stayed up with him and cried with him. And yeah. It's and real. It's real. That. That's really um it's real. It's real. Um it is. would you ever do anything again with the whole Firefly Serenity world? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Um, <laughs> that wasn't too confident. I know. I just like, I like laying some things to rest. I love those people with all of my heart. I just kind of feel like it was what it was. And now we're like 20 years older and like, yeah, we should do a reunion and we should do like a podcast or a talk or like a one-off like friends did. That would be fun. Right. But I don't really need to resuscitate the show for me. I think you still look young. Hey, thanks. Yeah, I do. I think you still look young. Um, you never talked about it, but some actors have. I had Nathan Fillion and stuff, and maybe you don't want to talk about it, but what was your experience with Joss Whedon? Oh, uh, it was fine, actually. I, I have no, like, horrible stories or feelings towards him. He's 
you know, he could be a little like egotistical and like, but what showrunner is, I've not met a showrunner that is not overly confident. <laughs> but you never saw what of the other people. So you just weren't. I, I, I didn't, which does not, let me just be very clear, invalidate anything or, or I'm not saying anybody's making anything up. Like I, I that was not my experience. Um, we got along well. I also think I, I don't, I mean, I've certainly experienced um, sexism and, and weird situations at work, like most women have, but I, I don't, it's, I don't, um, leave a lot of room for that. If that makes sense. Like I, I don't, I'm kind of a straight shooter. You know this about me. Mm-hmm. So if somebody is going to say something or do something, I think I would deal with it immediately. Yeah. Oh yeah. You would immediately. If you don't yeah. like something, you let everybody know. Yeah. You have that Morena look. I know that look that, you know, your lip, you know, you kind of like, I just, I, I, I remember that look. I remember being set with you and it was just, it didn't happen often, but if you were like a little bit like, uh, okay, what are we, what's going on? What, what's going on? Here? What are we doing? Like seriously. And, but you were nice about it. You were just like, everybody knew without you saying anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? I have a feeling that Ben probably knows that look. <laughs> he does. He does. But again, serenity and firefly i understand it's like put it to rest it's like unless they came up with some great idea and they said this is going to be a, a one-out movie um we're going to do for tv and it made sense and it was a great script you consider it maybe yeah for sure i mean i i, I love the group I, everybody has a very like honestly special place in my heart it was like my first tv job i was so excited and Nathan was awesome. Like everybody was great. I have like nothing but good feelings about that, but I'm also like, I've moved on and I wouldn't even know what it would feel like to like go back and play that part again. You know, Mm -hmm. do you ever look back and all the people you've worked with and go, man, I can't believe that guy or that woman didn't become a star. Like I really thought that person was Mm. going to skyrocket, you know, working with someone and going, this this person, I'm trying to think of this person's got it. And then you're like, right. huh, whatever happened with them? I mean, they work and stuff, but I always thought they'd be way bigger. Right, right, right. Interesting, right? It is interesting to think about. I wonder if people say that about me. Okay. <laughs> no, I think everybody thought, oh, she's she's a star. I think when you have talent and looks, both, <laughs> you, you, you're, it's a slam dunk. With me, it was like I had a little talent and I was okay looking. So it was like I had to really push the talent part. I had to really show people. No, no. Because I always. Are you fishing for a compliment? No, I swear to God. Because listen, I always say this. But like, look, when I when I was on Smallville, I, I mean, look around me. Everybody was way better looking than me. Would you attest to that, Ryan? Admit it. Are you, are you fishing still? I'm not fishing. <laughs> Tom, Kristen, uh, Whitney. Uh, Everyone was good looking because it was a WB show, CW show, and that includes you. Man. Oh, yeah, right. right. I had a weird bump. <laughs> anyway, it's not about me. But um, yeah, but can you think of anybody or someone who you were like, no, this person's not going to be. I, or or I, I, don't, I didn't expect this person to be such the star they are. How about that? I, I honestly can't think of a person, but I'm also somebody who like. In my younger days when I was working, I underestimated everybody. And now I'm like the opposite where I'm like, oh my God, everybody's so amazing. Do you know what I mean? Because I also have perspective. I think it comes with perspective of career, of how hard this is, of like the miracle of like, what is it? 5% of members of SAG are working. Like it's hard to do what we do and to consistently 
get jobs. But I don't know. I've never worked with anybody where I was like, oh, that person's going to be ginormous. Um, <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. All right. Um, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. We both did the first season. You did the pilot. I yeah. love those guys. I love that Wrexham show about yeah. the soccer team. It's brilliant. McElhaney's awesome. He used to sleep on my couch. I don't know why he only gave me one episode of Sonny, but he did. Thank you, Rob. <laughs> I love you. Um, he's not listening. And um, <laughs> what, that's a show, which I told him on the podcast, which I don't know if he appreciated, but I'm very you know candid and open. I said, I did that. And I go, yeah, of course I'll do that. This, this, this will never do anything. What's a what? I just didn't. I, I never thought that that show would even. Ha- I mean, it became huge. Right, right, right. Because right, I, right. it wasn't because of the qu- the, the the quality in terms of the writing and the funny. It's a very specific kind of humor. It is, and it wasn't even that. It was just like I got there and there was I was sitting in a chair as my trailer outside, and uh, you know they had no money, and uh, you know we were just like going speed of light, and it was like one take moving on, and like it was it just felt like we're doing a student film, and I was like. Huh, I don't I don't know what's going on. Did you feel that doing the pilot? Inside of you is brought to you by Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over one million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. And look, hair thinning impacts a lot of us, myself included. In fact, over half of us will experience hair thinning at some point in our lives. It's not only common, it's normal. Join over 1 million people who are doing something about it with Nutrafol. Nutrafol helps support hair growth from within by targeting possible key root causes of thinning. Stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and even metabolism. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed and shedding? Since having kids, have you started seeing a little more of your scalp? As menopause impacted your hormones and your hairline. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many possible root causes at play, and Nutrafol helps address them through a multi-targeted, whole-body approach. While many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In Nutrafol's own clinical studies, 72% of men saw more scalp coverage after taking Nutrafol men's hair growth supplement for six months, and 86% of women saw improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplement for six months. While many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In Nutrafol's own clinical studies, 72% of men saw more scalp coverage after taking Nutrafol men's hair growth supplement for six months, and 86% of women saw improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplements for six months. Take their hair wellness quiz at Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific possible root causes. With Nutrafol, getting help building a hair growth routine is simple. Purchase online, no prescription or doctor's visits required, Free shipping and automated deliveries ensure you'll never miss a day. You could see results in three to six months. Take the first step to help you see visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter promo code INSIDE. Find out why 4,500 professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L, Dot com promo code inside that's neutrafall.com promo code inside 
Inside of You is brought to you by Neurohacker, Qualia Senolytic. Let me tell you something. If you haven't tried this, you are missing out. I just sent this to my mom. I have it. I use it. It's a product that I didn't, I, they weren't even my sponsor when I was using this. And I was like, wow, why do I have more focus or energy? Why do I feel better? Why do I feel different? It's because I take Qualia Synaletic, Neurohacker. Look, if someone would have told me, Ryan, that there are science-backed ingredients that could help me feel 15 years younger in a matter of months, I wouldn't have believed it. But uh, I tried quiacinolytic and the rest is history. As we age, everyone accumulates senescent cells in their body. Senescent cells may cause symptoms of aging such as aches and discomfort, slow workout recoveries, sluggish mental and physical energy associated with that middle-aged feeling. Also known as zombie cells, they're old and worn out and not serving a useful function for our health anymore, but they could be taking up space and nutrients from our healthy cells. Much like pruning the yellowing and dead leaves off a plant, Qualia Senolytic helps remove those worn out senescent cells to allow for the rest of them to thrive in the body. And... You just take it two days a month. The formula is non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, and the ingredients are meant to complement one another, factoring in the combined effect of all the ingredients together. And Neurohacker Quiacinolytic has a 100-day money-back guarantee. Oh, I have, I have more energy. Uh, I feel younger. Uh, I'm more productive. I will tell you that. I'm more productive. And uh, I feel like I have, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm more enthusiastic about my life. I definitely feel that, and uh, for me, the aches and pains are less lessened by this, so that is a real important thing for me. Help resist aging at the cellular level, folks. Try Qualia Senolytic. Go to neurohacker.com slash inside. Neurohacker, N-E-U-R-O-H-A-C-K-E-R. Neurohacker.com slash inside for up to $100 off and use code INSIDE at checkout for an additional 15% off. That's neurohacker.com slash inside for an extra 15% off your purchase. I dated Glenn in college. We were... What? Did I know this? I don't know. I feel like maybe you did. Did oh, we talk about Glenn this Fittich. Uh, we didn't, I don't think we talked about that. I, I, don't, I don't We remember. We were boyfriend, girlfriend most of college, actually. You went to Juilliard? Um, yeah. And then I met and then we moved out here and he always, he was, he's also another one of those, like, he's a really healthy ego. Um, and <laughs> I love it. <laughs> love the guy. We are friends still. Um, he told me about the show when him and Rob were, and Charlie were like creating this. And, and this is what I mean about guys and girls. I wouldn't think to do that. I was 22 and I was like, I, what am I going to do between auditions? Like I have to wait for somebody to call me and send me in an audition. These guys were out there making shit. They were like, they borrowed a camera. They would film things. They lived on like Crescent Heights or Glen did. And they would like film things up and down. And I was like, what a bunch of losers, you know, like <laughs> but they're being creative. They're using their smarts. They're, I mean, why, why not? Why can't they do that? Yeah, right. Like yeah. I just did not give myself the permission and they did and they did it. And I'm like, I think that's awesome. It was such a, that was such a huge lesson to me watching them go through that process. So I was not even in the pilot. I was in the, um, what would you call it? The pre presentation like they shot something. sizzle, huh? sizzle, the sizzle, whatever. They shot a pilot themselves to I show saw. it to three arts to go. 
hey, will you help us produce this thing? And then they remade the pilot and I couldn't do it. Um, but when we were doing that, I was like, this is so stupid. But I had a great time. And then seeing it later, I was like, yeah, of course, it's their humor. It's hilarious. Like it is who they are. And they did it. Like They did it they all did by it. themselves. It That's comes awesome. to show you, folks, that you can do it yourself especially nowadays with the iPhone oh and really we talk can. about it all the time should. and should more importantly, you should just go shoot everything. I should be going to do that, this stuff. And it's just like, I have, you know, just go do it. You have an idea, shoot it. If it sucks par for the course, but if right, you, you learn something and it, but you, you might just hit that lightning in a bottle. Yeah. But I remember they took that. They showed me the pilot at my house. I had a little uh-huh. uh, house that I rented had rats in the ceiling. Um, and I remember watching it and I remember going, yeah, all right, man. Good job, guys. Awesome. Yeah. And they yeah. left and I go, good for them. But ah, I, I just, how is that going to be on TV? I don't, I don't get it. I mean, it's not that I didn't get it. I just was like, it just doesn't look great. It's How many like, seasons of this year? 10? Dude, it's one of the most successful shows ever. And it's a great show. But like I would, somebody saw, if I was an executive, I, I, I would have been like, oh, no, I don't think so. Okay. And some smart Nick grad over there at FX saw what it could be. That's yeah. why there's sometimes there's guys or girls or whatever they that can really make see something that we don't see. Yeah, that's a gift, man. Absolutely. Would you do that again if somebody goes, "Hey, we're going to do this like sizzle thing"? When you want to, can you be? In yeah, that? and I have. It's like I, you know, it's super fun. Ben and I do stuff like that all the time. Actually, we're trying to do a sell a, a eating show, I guess the cooking. It's not cooking. It's like, it's about travel and immigration and culture and eating. All right. This is called shit talking with Marina Bachran. These are, yeah, my, yeah. these are my patrons. They make the show happen. I, I love you guys. Patreon.com slash inside of you to become a patron. And uh, we're here with my dear, dear friend, Marina. I hope we're friends forever. I think we will be. No matter how famous you get, you're already really famous. I'm not that famous, but if I get more famous, I'll always be your friend. You'll even do the podcast if you like get nominated for if you get nominated for an Oscar or a Golden Globe, you already got nominated for an Emmy. You want no, you got nominated. Yeah, I didn't win. That's all right. Sorry to bring that up. Um, <laughs> but if you ever get nominated for an Oscar, you can't say, Oh, I'm just doing so press, I don't have time for your little podcast. You have to do it. We'll never say that, Michael. You heard it here. Because you that happens sometimes. There's a couple of people that I'm like, uh oh yeah, he's just you... busy on a press tour. You fuck you. No way. Raj, this is rapid fire. Tell me how your parents decided on naming you Morena. I think you said this before, but go ahead. Yeah. So my mom, it you know, this was the 70s in Brazil. Um, there's two stories. I, I think she's lying about both, but she had a makeup artist who was named Morena, I think. And, and that inspired her. And then, uh, she played a character that was a vampire whose name was Morena. Maybe your mom did. Huh? Your mom played a vampire. Yeah. She was an actor. Yeah. Yeah. In Brazil. Yeah. She played a vampire. Yeah. But, but with a Portuguese accent. Well, she spoke Portuguese in it. Yeah. It's in Brazil. That's what I meant. I, I didn't say it right at all. You don't do an accent when you speak the language, but I know what you mean. How would you play a vampire? Say it in Portuguese. Say, I'd like to suck your blood in, in Portuguese. <laughs> Come on. Do it. Do it. Eu chupar seu sangue. <laughs> say, say it without a smile now. Eu vou chupar seu sangue. Yeah. That oh, no, that was good. good. That sounds dirty. <laughs> Does it? Okay, say, <clears throat> um, 
I will kill you if you don't obey me. But say it with, and don't blink. It sounds it looks powerful. <laughs> <laughs> Just do it. Please do it. Okay, okay. <laughs> this is it. This is it. This is it. I'm gonna do okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. I just can't look at you. Eu vou te matar se você não me ouvir. Ooh. <laughs> if anybody's casting a Portuguese or a Brazilian uh, vampire, that's <laughs> pretty ridiculous. Good. Uh, Dana asks, "What is your playlist of music? Top three that you can't get enough of?" Oh my god. It's all over the place. Um, Billie Eilish, any Billie Eilish, like bad guy or um, addiction. Um, Flowers, I'm obsessed. I'm sorry. Can't stop. And uh, Calm Down. It's a Selena Gomez participation. I'm not. I'm being serious here. Uh, as you know, I'm stuck in the 70s, 80s, 90s. I, I know. I could not name one Billie Eilish song if it was a gun to my head with 100 or $100 million in front of me. I couldn't name, oh not, my God. I could not name one song. Selena Gomez, I couldn't name one song. I could name, I could name um, one Adele song, Rolling in the Deep, because I would really like okay. that song. You need to get with the times. There's some good so. music out there. There is some good music. There's this guy, Gerardo. Ger Gerardo? Um, Neil Gerardo? Not Neil Gerardo. I forgot. He's amazing. My friend Kristen Ritter took me to see him last week and, and uh, name drop, and, and he was really good. Um, Maya P, <clears throat> what is something you haven't done professionally that you want to? A lot of things. I haven't done a period piece, like a legit period piece. Ooh. Um, Can you do an English accent? Eventually. I'm not even going to pull one out right now. No, I didn't ask you. How about an Irish one? No way. You're a sheep stealing hood and bastard, yeah. Maybe that's a <laughs> That's Scottish. Is that Scottish? Scottish is more from the back of your throat. In Irish, you throw it forward, I believe. That's she really good. Gerard Butler. She could figure it out. Dude, was that all right? That's pretty good. All right, thanks. Ray H. Say uh congratulations on the baby. Congratulations on the baby. All right. Uh, do you have any fun behind the scenes stories from the Deadpool? We just talked about that. Sorry, Ray. Jessica B, have you ever found yourself in an embarrassing situation where you just wished to disappear? Uh yeah, I, yeah every day, probably. <laughs> um, probably walking into a glass door at a birthday party. That's probably the the worst one. Did ever. it break? No. Thank God. Michelle K, what's the one character that stuck with you after you rapped? You know, a lot of my characters stick with me. I have a real hard time being finished with a job. I get really like bummed and depressed and kind of like have this like weird transition back to life. And especially if I've been away from home, coming back, I call it the re-entry is really rough. Yeah, because you give so much of yourself. Yeah, and you're used to like thinking about that character and like having the time, the luxury to like obsess about it and how do they think and do things and how am I going to play this scene or whatever. And then it's, that person's just gone and you're like left with this void. Yeah. Really what hard. about like, you know, uh, it was called Endgame. It was a series that got yeah. canceled, right? How do you yeah. deal at this stage in your career? Because I'm sure, like me, in the beginning, if something gets canceled or something doesn't happen, you don't get the part, it weighs on you more. Do you feel right. like you've uh, matured or uh, emotionally matured in your response physically and mentally to uh, rejection or cancellation? 
Yeah, I think, and, and this came with like having a family and, you know, focusing on really what's important. I, it doesn't, I get bummed, you know, and especially if it's something I really love doing, it sucks, but you're like, okay, well, something else is coming up. I'm sure. Let me enjoy this time with my family. And then sometimes when you're doing something, you're like, this isn't as great as I thought it would be. I'd rather be home with my kids. And you're like, kind of glad that something doesn't work out. You know, um, if Deadpool three doesn't work out for me, I'm going to be really bummed. It's something that I have a very deep emotional connection to and have been around since the beginning of it, you know? Um, but like, what can you do? Like what's important is my life in front of me. Yeah. That was well said. Let me ask you this. Is there such thing as love at first sight? Is there such thing with, with Ben, obviously discard the OC days, but Gotham Knights. I mean, is there such thing as when you know, you know? Yeah. No hesitation there. Did you have honestly, don't, don't milk it. I need an honest answer from you here. Okay. Did you get like those butterflies, those endorphins for weeks when things started happening? Yeah. And I, I, I still do like, I, this sounds so cheesy. We don't see each other for three weeks. Like I went to Vancouver to visit him when he was shooting his pilot. We had two nights together and I saw him again. I was like excited. Like my heart started beating faster. You know, I genuinely believe that is a real thing. And it comes from a deep emotional connection. It comes from getting someone in a way, you know, it's not just about looks or it's a chemical reaction to a person that Deadpool said, you know, the puzzle pieces fit together. It's like that. And I didn't believe in it before uh, yeah. I met Ben. I didn't either. But maybe before I you met Ben. Before I met Ben. <laughs> before I met Ben. Uh, this is, uh, I, I knew it'd be easy. I always go, what are we going to talk about? And then we just kind of talk. Yeah. It's great. You, so much insight. Like, I really love the stuff that you were personal about. And that, and just life in general. And I, I just, and any new, you have elevation. That's, you just, I don't, first of all, I don't know how to be any other way. I think it's part of. I know. That's why I love it. That's, that's why. Like I, I, you know, you know me. I'm open. Um, elevation is a new, new movie. Um, I did this amazing movie also with Pierce Brosnan that Philip Noyce directed. Do you know Philip Noyce? He no. did Rabbit Through Fence and salt and patriot games i mean phenomenal director um we did this small indie it was actually james Kahn's last film um i'm interviewing scott next week his son oh wow yeah lives up the street from me yeah he was a very sweet man um anyway i love this movie it's um it's sort of like about a hitman's last job you know and you know how that goes what's it <laughs> um, called it's called fast charlie um fast. i don't know when or if it'll ever come out, the producers are being difficult, complicated about finishing the film. But I'm very proud of that. I think Elevation will be good. Um, and yeah. That's a waiting. lot. That's a lot. And you have a family. And and what's uh, Ben's book called? It's called Easy Money. Easy Money by Ben McKenzie. It comes out in July. In July. I cannot wait to read that. It's really cool. I've read it. He got 
an interview with Sam Bankman-Fried before the collapse of FTX. Wow. I it's even, really cool. I wouldn't even know what to say. So the crypto, how'd you get the name for that? One of the ad wizards who came up with this one. Uh, I love you. I do. I, I, you. I adore you. I, I think you're an amazing human being. And I'm so happy that we got Art, you got Francis, you got Julius, you got, you know, and you got me, your fourth, got your you. fourth kid. Congratulations. <laughs> Can I go play now, mom? That is literally the constant conversation in our house. It's like, do we have another one? <laughs> what? You're thinking of having another one? Not really. Not in any serious way. I was going to ask something it's just, personal. It's addictive to make people. I guess so. But like, do you use protection? I should. <laughs> I'm not going to get any deeper with that because I was going to say something. But like, <laughs> it's possible that doing that, as we know, yeah. Planned Parenthood stuff here, Morena, you can have a fourth. I know. What would the name be, by the way, if you had another one? Oh, it's going to be a girl, by the way. It would be a girl. The girl? Yeah. Maybe after my grandmother. What's her Laiz. name? Laiz. Laiz? Laiz. Laiz. Do you go by Marina Backroom McKenzie or just yeah. Marina Backroom? Well, actually, Ben's last name is Shankin. Mm. Sounds like So that. I changed my name to Marina Seta Shankin. But I never use it because that's a tough one. Oh, you could use it. You just say maybe you and Ben should stop shanking without protection. There you go. All right. I love you. Love you. Bye. Inside of You is brought to you by Rocket Money. If you want to save money, listen up. <laughs> I don't know how, how to tell you this other than this really works. Ryan went through this. Mm -hmm. We have so many unwanted subscriptions that we forget we have. And, uh, you know, there's so many apps nowadays that we just get lost and, you know, I'm not very app savvy and, you know, I'll watch a streamer. And then the next thing I know, I forget that I just watched one show and I'm still subscribed to this after six months with rocket money. They take care of you. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Why don't you say... Did you know that nearly 75% and end at... Did you know that nearly 75% of people have subscriptions they've forgotten about? Yeah, I'm one of those people, Ryan. And between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it's never ending. Thanks to Rocket Money, I'm no longer wasting money on the ones I forgot about. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I could see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with just a few taps. I love the dashboard and how it shows me this month's spending compared to last month. I like doing that. Uh, so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus, they'll help me create a custom budget and keep my spending on track. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate lowering your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with the customer service for you. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions. That's simply astonishing. Saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. So 
Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash inside. That's rocketmoney.com slash inside. Rocketmoney.com slash inside. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, Walmart, Nike, Wine.com, Samsung, Lenovo, Sephora, and more and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Thank you, Morena. Thank you. Hey, hey, Morena. What was that other song? <laughs> no. I, used to, I think that when I interviewed her first, it was like, Morena, Moniqua, Morena, Moniqua. It was some song from like early 2000s. Not a great song. But I'm surprised I, it's a song from the early 2000s. That I know it? Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's kind of miraculous because I don't listen to much of anything. Um, But yeah, I really love that interview. That's all I could say. Uh, if you like the interview too, please subscribe. Give this podcast a chance. We need you. Listen, subscribe, um, follow us on our handles, write a review. Boy, does that uh, help. And yeah, inside of your online store, get some mm -hmm. stuff. And last, what were you going to say? Oh, no, that was the, the reviews help with the algorithm. They do. Yeah. They do. If, if everyone out there would write Engagement. a review. Engagement. Yeah, it, it's, it sure would help. So if you have the time, write a review and say, hey, we love the Inside of You podcast and it was fun. And he asked questions I would ask and I wanted it to know. Or even just say, this is great listen to it or yay send <laughs> uh <laughs> and thanks my patrons for making the show possible and giving back to the podcast patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash inside of you and become a patron today and uh, i love all my patrons and i'm gonna read all the top tier patrons out right now all their names they give back Thanks for listening. You don't have to listen to this if you don't want to, but these are the top tiers. These I'm listening to this. Ryan's listening. I'm listening. And I'm here. <laughs> Nancy D, Leah S, Little Lisa, Yukiko, Jill E, Brian H, still with me, all these guys. Nico P, Robert B, Jason W, Sophie M, Raj C, Joshua D, Jennifer N, Stacy L, Jamal F, Janelle B, Mike E, Eldon Supremo, 99 more, San Diego M, Chad W, Leanne P, Janine R. Maya Pete. One, one time somebody goes, yeah, when you started reading all the names and uh, by the end, I was just like, man, I was like, well, you know, you don't have to listen if you don't want. Yeah, no, the, we're, we're done. You can leave. Don't, but don't leave, but you can, <laughs> but, but you I can. might say something really important at the end. Like right there, there's something that happened. <laughs> Maya P, Maddie S, Belinda and Dave H. Hi, Dave. Sheila G, Brad D, Ray Harada. Tablet T, Tom N, Liliana A, Talia M, Betsy D. Haven't heard from her in a while. Chad L, Dan N, Angel M, Rhiannon C, Corey K, Deb Nexon, Michelle A, Jeremy C, Brandy D, Camille S, Joey M, Eugene, and Sweet Leah. Corey, Heather Locklear, Heather L. 
Jake B, Megan T, Angela F, Mel S, Orlando C, Caroline R, Christine S, Eric H, Shane R, Emma R, Andrew M, Zadoichi. 77. That's correct. Wow. Andreas and Oracle, Karina and Amanda R, Jen B, Kevin E, Stephanie K, Jorel, Jam and J, Leanne J, Luna R, Cindy E, Mike F, Stone H, Stone H, Stonehenge, <laughs> Miss S, Brian L, Katie B, and don't forget Aaron R, Kendall L, House of Joel, Meredith I, Prof Dr. Scoots, Charlene C, Kara C, Mary R, Kyle F, and Marisol P. Marisol P. Last but not least, thanks for listening. Thanks for loving. Uh, thanks for staying with us. Ryan? Yeah. Tired today? You yawned quite a few times during the interview. Were you bored was, with the interview? It was just long. It was, it was a longer. It was interview. a longer interview. You know, some of these interviews are like three hours, like Rogan. They interview people three hours. Can you imagine that? How lucky am I to be here where you stick to an hour? Oh yeah. How lucky am I? <laughs> I don't want to talk more than an hour. I want people to listen on their way to work, and if they don't wrap it up, they can certainly finish it up in the first few minutes on their way home. We I, can, don't, I don't want people like going, "Oh my god, I have to listen to this all week." It, to be clear, it was a good interview. But I could, but you can feel when it's starting to get like the hour fifteen. Like, okay, it's we're over, an, we're we're for sure over an hour right now, mm -hmm. and I can feel it in my legs. I can feel it coming <laughs> in, in the air tonight. <laughs> Uh, all right, thanks for listening. Uh, Michael from Mike from the Hollywood Hills in Hollywood, California. I'm Michael Rosenbaum. I'm right here. Here on the Hollywood Hills. <laughs> <laughs> A little wave to the camera. We love you guys. Be good to yourself. And thanks for thanks for listening or watching. And uh, thanks for supporting the podcast. We'll see. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.